to the Barbatos Catholic Podcast, the show where three Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo, Ivan, and Walter. And today we are going to talk about Lent. Ash Wednesday is on February 17th, so we want to cover the three pillars of Lent, which are prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So stick around for tips and tricks to beef up your prayer life this Lent. But first, a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Don Taco Mobile Taco Stand. If you're looking for the best tacos in the valley, look no further. Let Don Taco cater your next event, whether it's a birthday party, quinceañera, or a wedding. They will bring to you the tastiest tacos made with the freshest of ingredients. Book them today. Go to dontacocatering.com to learn more, or you can also follow them on Instagram at dontacomts. And now to the episode. Okay, so this is a series of episodes that that we are doing because we are releasing these episodes on February 2nd, um, and it's very close to to Lent, to the beginning of Lent, which is uh, February 17th. Um, three things that we do during Lent is uh, prayer, um, fasting, fasting, and almsgiving. So today we're going to um, do like a little bit of a primer in terms of prayer. Um, I took some notes from the um, Catechism of the Catholic Church that we are going to touch on and then um we'll talk about our personal experience with with prayer so first we have that prayer is a gift from from god um saint john damascene says that prayer is the the raising of uh rising raising 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 thank you English as a second language. <laughs> prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things from God. And um, prayer petition, uh, we'll talk about that. There's several different kinds of prayer, um, but it, it is something that it is giving to us. Um, we, God doesn't need us to pray to him, but it, it is very um, pleasing to him uh, to hear from us. Um, and humility is always going to be the foundation of, of prayer because we, we need to know our, our place when, when we are praying, because if we come, if we start from the fact that we are creatures and God is our creator, um, then that's how things should be ordered and aligned. So in Ash Wednesday, we are called to repent and, and believe in the gospel, but we are also remembered that, that we are dust and to dust we shall return. Um, also, St. Augustine has um, this very clear image of how we are beggars. We are mm -hmm. only beggars telling other beggars where they found bread. So let's, let's stay there for a little bit um, and, and maybe talk about how we have experienced prayer as a gift. Can, can I interject real quick? Yes, you guys yes. something really dumb, but 
Um, you said the Ash Wednesday. Have you guys seen the uh, the Ash Wednesday Ash Wednesday chart? Oh, the, uh, for, the, the cross? for the ashes? Yeah, for the, like the, 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 the Revenger Father. To yeah, ashes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is hilarious. Maybe we should we'll that's, put that's it on the show notes. For like a, like a uh, Instagram story. Yeah, we'll post it on Yeah, Instagram. we'll post it on the show notes, but it's the the the, the one that really gets me is Revenge like, of Father. Um the blob. Where it's just like <laughs> just like a a, a blob is like father's fifth mass <laughs> and he's just like or the just one that's running out of toner. I, I just think that's <laughs> that always toner. gets me. Sorry. Oh, that's funny. Okay, but since you give that the tangent, you need to say uh, you need to give an example of um, how prayer has become a gift to you. Well, um, it's a friendship, right? I mean, God wants us to befriend Him, um, and we are. Not, he he just wants us to have a conversation with him. Um, every morning, you know, I mean, I, I think previous episode I touched upon touched upon the fact that I wasn't really in touch with my faith. Um, it was like a Sunday kind of thing, um, but now it's like an all day thing. It's a it's a constant conversation with with God during the day, you know, um, because the whole day is a gift from him. You know, we wake up in the morning. Um, I, I I just do a quick prayer with him, first thing in my in my lips in the morning. Uh, family prayer comes next. You know, we've done a. Um, it it's instrumental for us to practice praying uh, in front of our kids uh, and with them. So um, it's life changing. You know, I think. There is nothing that you can't fix with with prayer, with solid prayer. But you do need to have some kind of like basis for it. Um, even though, even when you say, I don't know, God, I don't know how to pray, you're already praying. I don't know who said that. Um, I think it was St. John Vianney. St. John Vianney. I right? could be wrong, but I think it was yeah. him. So fact check Leave us. us a comment. Yeah, fact check us. Um, but sometimes it's as, as as basic as that, you know, just to tell God what's on your mind uh, as you would a friend you know as walter and ivan and i talk sometimes it's just everyday life that's what he wants to hear you know he does you don't have to like know all the prayers and this best book it's like no a, an honest conversation uh with with a with a good friend i think is what really pleases god it's funny hearing you say all that because you can totally tell that you used to be a youth minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, these are the things that you, you know, a lot of teens that, yeah. you know, they, they ask that question. And like, you know, being a youth minister, being, you know, when you go to, to, to youth group, you hear that almost at every youth group, like you have to pray. You know, prayer is a big part of our faith. And a lot of times you hear like, how do I pray? How do I do that? And the, that's always the response. Like it's a conversation with the Lord. Um, and it, I mean, and it really is like, you know, how did you become best friends with your best friends? How do you become best friends with Otto? Did you, with Otto, did you just stare at him? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Um, no, like it, it really is that. And um, there's no like secret formula to, yeah. to, to like how to go about it. Like, well, um, here's the thing. If if 
well, if we, I'm, I'm going to use this formula. If we go, if we part from the, the precept that he loves us, right? He loved us first. Mm -hmm. and, and he is in search of us. Gustavo was saying in the previous episode that, um, that God is a gentleman and he will not impose himself on us. So he gave us, he, he gives us um, free will to to choose whatever we want to choose. But he wants us um, to choose him, right? So how can we say, or how we can correspond God's love? Or how do we say that we love God if if we don't have a relationship with him? It's like, how do you say, how can we say that we love our wives if we don't talk to them? You know, if you, if you have this relationship, this intimacy, with um with a person uh, for for us three that we are married it is um it takes the shape of our wives there's like this knowledge that is very intimate and that only our wives know us um in a very particular way because of the the, the marriage um covenant uh, prayer is also um, a covenant with God in that it is uh, the heart that is looking after God according to um, the catechism, catechism of the Catholic Church um, 2562 um, that if if our hearts are not in it then they're just like vain words it's empty just words. empty words mm -hmm. and um, the heart it, it it is well in the Jewish culture. It was considered the 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 center of the person, right? And you hear a lot of people say, "It's like, oh, the, the, their heart is in the right place." Um, but what does that really mean? It's like we make a lot of decisions with our hearts, and 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 not to say that we are ruled by feelings. It, it could be, but you know, loving someone is is, is an action. It's a, it says sets us into motion. Um, so I think that that's a good that's a good way to like complement the thought of relationship. Yes, mm -hmm. um, but why are we um, in relationship? It is because you know God created us to know Him and to love Him and serve Him. And prayer is how we um, feed to that um, that relationship and and. Um, you know, keep the flame alive. I don't know if that's a good way to, to put it. Yeah. When, when I was on, on net and you're going to hear me talk a lot about net on this podcast, <laughs> just so you're going to, just like, you're going to hear me talk about the Dodgers and the Lakers and Kobe Bryant and all that, but that's a thing for another day. Sorry guys. Um, when I was on net, as he, as he wears his LA Dodgers that, cap. That's, that's very true. That's very, very true. <laughs> 2020 world champions, world series champions. Thank you. Um, so when I was on net, like it was, it was ingrained in us where, you know, it wasn't just, no, okay, you're going to go do this retreat. It was, you know, you're going to wake up, do at least 45 minutes of prayer. And when I heard that, I was like, what? 45 minutes. That's a long time. Ain't I can, nobody got time for that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I can barely pray for like five minutes. But it was, you know, like it, it, they they told us like 30 to 45 minutes. Like it was part of the job description in a way. Like you have to pray. 
you have to. Um, and me being a person that didn't really know how to pray, didn't really, I never grew up doing that. You know, I grew up praying the rosary with my parents, but did I really pray the rosary? Not really. I just kind of mumbled along. Um, but it wasn't wasn't until like, I I finally learned how to pray. And, um, I, I remember one time this, they, they give a talk and they said, um, just like in real simple terms, he said, there's 1,440 minutes in one, in one day for you to take five minutes to just thank the Lord, just, you know, have a good conversation with him as you're talking to a friend. Like you still have so many minutes in that day to do what you got to do to sleep, to eat, to hang out with, with your friends, to, to watch a movie, to, to listen to this podcast. Um, you know, you still have so much time to do what you want to do and you can at least give five minutes to the Lord, which I was like, when I heard that, I said, Hmm, that's very true. You know? Yeah. And the thing is consistency, I think it's going to be the main issue for most of us. I know that it is for me to have like a consistent life of prayer. Um, this past Sunday, Father Will Schmidt, shout out to Father Will Schmidt. Um, he talked about one of his friends in seminary that was talking to his spiritual director. And the spiritual director asked this uh, uh, this person that was considering the priesthood, what is your life prayer like? And this person responded, well, sometimes I pray the rosary. Sometimes I do Lexi Divina. Sometimes... I pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Sometimes I do this. And the response from the spiritual director was like, well, it doesn't look like you have a a prayer life. And this guy was like, what are you talking about? Like, I just told you like five different things that I do for prayer. And and, and the reply was, there has to be like a a consistency of, of... how do you communicate with God? And and that's that caught my attention because sometimes I do that, you know. Um the rosary, the rosary is wonderful, and we also pray that as a as a family prayer, um, as part of the night ritual for for the kids. Um, but just like when Ivan was uh, doing missionary work and it was part of the job description to pray. Just in that way, us and our vocation as fathers, I think that that is also very important for us to go to the source and and get that uh, supernatural grace that it's going to carry us through the day because you know you're going to be tested, um, especially with little kids. We 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 have younger uh, children, um, so you need that in order for uh, things to to function in the way that they ought to function. And the only way to, to have that is, is grace uh, that comes from, from prayer that comes from doing it out of love of God. And um, I think slothfulness can be one of the big enemies um, when it comes to prayer and, 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 
and also the lack of discipline it kind of boils down to those two things that i think are like the major um major drawbacks that um that one can face so i was going to bring up exodus 90 and and how um we we have done it in the past and it actually today is the the first day of um by the time this releases we'll we'll be what 30 days in probably yeah yeah so today's it was day one so it, for those that haven't heard about exodus 90 is it's a 90 day program for men um aimed towards uh growing in uh prayer asceticism and fellowship and um it consists of a series of readings through the book of Exodus, uh, following the Israelites um, out, out of Egypt. Of Egypt. Um, and um, it's been very powerful for, well, I guess we can we can talk about it personally if, if we want. Uh, but for me, it's the third time around that I've been doing this. And uh, I think that just that structure of um, you do your reading in the morning and then you do 20 minutes minimum of um contemplative prayer which we can touch on that a little bit later um and um and try to do up to an hour of of prayer um that hour of prayer um because you are not doing all these other things that could be distractions like playing video games or watching tv or uh, all these other things that are things that are removed as part of the disciplines of Exodus 90. Like you said, it, it, it gives you it so many more minutes, yeah. right? That, that we, need, we need to fight against these other idols that we are giving them our time. Um, and especially now that for people that are listening to this prior to Lent, it's like, okay, Make a plan in advance, you know, have a game plan because if we try to do this on our own, we're most likely going to fail. Um, so I, that's, that would be like one of uh, the things that I think has helped me in my prayer life is to, to be um, consistent and also intentional, intentional, you know, that you're going to say, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and that's, um, something that might help you stick together with a habit they do 90 days because it's uh, it forms a habit yeah right? exactly 90 days um so what other things have helped you to do better to be more disciplined in terms of like prayer um adoration has to be on the top of the list you know i think adoration is a at at a minimum one one day a week right as a minimum um because it's very noisy out there right we all have lives we'll have like jobs and gets busy with kids and stuff like that and while prayer as a family and in the home is absolutely necessary and it's something that again requires that consistency requires that structure and that uh, uh leadership you know as uh, from from us as the spiritual leaders of our families we have to really take take charge of that right but we ourselves have to 
charge our batteries in order we can give something that we don't have essentially right yeah. so for me adoration is is um pretty much the, the, the best part of the week in terms of like really disconnecting from everything and and being in front of our lord and just taking the week and offering the following week to him mm. right um Exodus 90 was another good one for me. Um, I'm not doing it this time around. I've done it two years in a row. And it's it, it does give men that structure, right? Uh, as men, I think we're very prone to need a process. And I think that's something that like seminarians, when they get into the seminary, that's something that they start like they are schooling them in that. That's why I think it takes so long to become a priest, right? Sure. They do because it's a lifelong commitment. You want to make sure that it's not 90 days. It's going to be the rest of your life. So um, Exodus 90 did give that structure to to be more uh, focused, not only because you are accountable to your fraternity, but you're accountable to God, right? First and foremost. Um, and you're accountable to yourself. Um, and to really give space make space into in in your heart and in your soul by getting rid of all these distractions as you mentioned it right the sports and the the youtube and all the stuff that really inundates our daily lives um because you can only fit so much in your heart and in your and in your mind and your soul so what I liked about it, it, it really makes room. It kind of like declutters the closet so you can really mm -hmm. keep what's important, which is uh, our Lord and Savior, right? Um, so that consistency, and yeah, I, I was the same way as you, Ivan, right? When I heard that I had to pray like, like for a full hour, I was like, that's going to be hard. First of all, how am I going to carve out time, right? There's always yeah, time. Yeah, it's always like the first res first response, right? Like, I don't have I time. I don't have time. That's the first excuse that we give, right? But there's always time. Um, well, you make time. You make time. Yeah. You know, if it's important, you'll make time. And and yeah, it did give me that that basis. Um, the other thing that it was really impactful for me is the fact that you read through the whole book of Exodus, um, which again, as we touched on previous episode, um, as a Mexican Catholic, you don't really read the Bible that much. And now I'm like really following that, right? I'm, I'm reading through the Bible now, little by little. You know, that's one of the things I do in adoration. I just take the Bible and I read maybe 20 minutes of it. Do you do cover um, to cover? I'm doing cover to cover. Oh, for okay. Right now. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you did like a gospel roulette or something like that. No, I'm doing cover to cover first. And then I'm going to start like with the gospels by themselves. And then, so a little bit of everything. There's different ways of, of, of going at it, right? There's the Bible in a year and stuff like that. And the one that we have is um, a great adventure Bible by Ascension Press. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. We got it. I'm very visual. I'm a graphic You're designer, a graphic by trainer, trainer, yeah. So um, very visual, and that Bible was kind of like designed for somebody like me. Mm. And as a designer, that I've like designed books and laid out magazines and all this stuff, I see the care that they took to make reading the Bible easy, right? And reading the Bible like um, digestible chunks, because we're especially nowadays that everything's like 
tidbits, right? That's how they give you. They give you tidbits here and there. So it's very, very visual in a different way, I think, of, of really reading the Bible. So I think I made some points there uh, regarding to your question. <laughs> Yeah, I I will go on a lot of tangents. I will just make that disclaimer right now. So I don't know. You guys know who Father Mike Schmitz is, right? Yes. Yeah. He's doing. He just released a podcast where he's going through the whole Bible in a year. Oh, I saw that. It's number one in iTunes, right? Yeah, and I think he's posting. He's number one in iTunes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think he's posting every day. Like he start, he started. In I gym. gotta, I gotta tap into that. I know. Same. I haven't. Don't heard send it. him listeners. It's just listen here first. <laughs> listen to Barbatu's Catholic podcast, and then go then listen to, to Father. Father Mike we're we're handsomer than that guy. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna mention Father Mike Schmidt so we can like cross. I know, right? Pollinate. Pollinate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna put him in the show notes for SEO purposes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What really helps me pray is. And you, we touched on, on on the previous episode is liturgy of the hours. Like that's always been, I'm terrible at, you know, if, if I were to sit there and, you know, like <laughs> that having a conversation with the Lord, that's very hard for me. That's why for Exodus 90, contemplative prayer is very hard for me. What do you, oh, it's very hard. It is. It's okay. very hard for me because I can't, I, in a way I kind of have ADHD when it comes to, you know, well, doing that, and you have heard of Lexio Divina. I have, but have you heard of Visio Divina? I have not heard of Visio Divina. I just learned about it recently. Do you know about it? Mm-hmm. So it's basically praying with like art, art. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Paintings so you can take like a sculpture or or an icon and just contemplate on that. So let's say that you take like. Um, I don't know, the road to Emmaus, the painting of a painting, a painting of the road to Emmaus. And, you know, start thinking about what it would have been like to walk with Jesus for that number of uh, whatever distance they walk together. And, you know, when they're like talking about like the prophets and everything that's happening and then and, and the breaking of the bread. And they're like, Ah, you know. Hmm. Um, I mean, I can. That might work. I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely down to try it. But I'm very much. I tend to kind of like daydream, and I kind of, you know, like I could be, especially doing contemplative prayer during Exodus ninety. You but know, I think I'm, that's I'm, everything. I'm, no, I know, everyone. but I'm there, and it's like, you right, could just Lord, fear, right? Yeah, it's just like, all right, Lord, uh, you know, just be with me today. Um, thank you for this. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my daughters. Why does cilantro taste like soap for some people? That's the weirdest <laughs> thing. And what does the fox say? And I just, you know, I just, all these things start to happen. And so for me, Liturgy of the Hours, because it's a guided prayer, it mm-hmm. really helps me enter in. It's structured. Mm-hmm. So like right now during Exodus 90, like that's, I, I usually start with Liturgy of the Hours. Um, and then I move on to contemplative prayer. Yeah, actually, like Walter said, today is the first day of Exodus 90, and it was actually pretty good. I didn't do that bad. I didn't daydream as much. <laughs> yeah, today the, the gospel was Jesus was going to Capernaum. Uh-huh. You know, dude, I didn't know that um, Capernaum was where the tribes of Naphtali and uh, what's the other one? Sebulun? Sebulun? Mm-hmm. Where? And I did not know those were the first two 
places that went on the exile. So those were the two first places that Jesus redeemed when he went there. Wow. Um, so I didn't yeah. know that either. You learned something to today about the gospel reading for January 4th. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be so confused. Like, what, the, what are they talking <laughs> what about? Sorry for that. This is just, I, was, I was talking to the end about it. It was like, today I learned. <clears throat> and, okay, so let's just maybe do a, um, a broad classification of, of different prayers. So you, you got your your vocal prayer, which is, you know, the rosary or like praying out loud that might help some some people that are um, more into like saying, because when you're saying you are you're able to enter into really like each and every word, like if you pray on our father with devotion, it's it's probably a good thing, right? Um, same thing with the Hail Mary, Glory Be or the divine mercy chaplet all of those things that you can say out loud vocal prayer uh, or even spontaneous prayer uh, where you are uh, talking to to god that'd be one um we have um what category would liturgy of the hours is the prayer of the church right it's like it's a communal prayer it's a communal prayer of the church is uh, everyone who's uh religious that has been uh, ordained through the, uh, the sacrament of the holy orders is um, required, required right? to, yeah. to pray the, the liturgy of the hours. So this is like kind of mind blowing about the faith, right? That this is happening every day at several different times uh, of day that um, people are praying for the church, which is, I mean, every second of every day. If you right. think about it. Yeah. This is like the same thing with the sacrifice of the mass, yeah. right? Which in a, it, it's also a kind of prayer. It's a, the most perfect kind of prayer that you can participate on. The main difference would be that uh, it is communal. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's really, if you think about it, it's like when the church becomes one, when we go, uh, for communion with the, the body gets united to the head of the church, which is Jesus Christ. Um, so go, go to mass as well as part of your prayer. Um, we mentioned adoration, which um, if you have the opportunity to, to go and spend time in front of um, uh, Jesus in his body, blood, soul, and divinity, if your, your parish has a, uh, perpetual adoration or if they expose uh, the host and you have the opportunity to go that i we can speak uh, on behalf of our experience with adoration that it it does change um people's hearts when they spend time one one-on-one -on -one with um with with jesus in in the host um what else did we mention so far? I was trying to recap. Uh, contem contemplative prayer, mm -hmm. which um, would be more of a mental prayer, right? You you are um, focusing your thoughts towards God. And um, I think that the, the main part in, in contemplation would be to just 
be in 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 the moment um with god and that's probably why it's one of the the difficult ones is not to say that it is it is going to happen overnight i think that's one of the ones that it is the hardest because you need to practice it the most yeah to enter prayer life into. is like a muscle right i mean you you prayer life is like a muscle you have to exercise it daily other otherwise it just atrophies to a degree you know mm-hmm. i think uh but the more you do it the 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 easier it becomes um for for that consistency to happen right because now there's a proper order to things right when you start off your day with prayer instead of looking at the phone or like checking the scores of last night's game or whatever you you give proper order to things what if you make coffee first and then you pray that's fine i mean i i it really Priorities, depends where your guys. head is. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. It really depends where your head is, right? I mean, Bishop Barron, like, drinks coffee in adoration, so I guess he makes the coffee first. So I guess that's fine. That'd be nice to have a chapel in your house. That'd be sweet. Um, uh, the other one uh, we mentioned is Lectio Divina. Oh, that's right. So Lectio Divina, for those who don't know, is, is praying with Scripture, right? It's um, – there's – I don't know if there's a specific way. I think there's a specific way of doing it. The way I know it is that you read the same Bible verse around four times. Mm-hmm. The first time you read it slowly. Um, second time you read it, you look for a word that kind of like jumps out at you, that that gets your attention, uh, and, and you meditate on that word. The third time you read it and um, you ask God what he's trying to give you that passage and the fourth time i'm missing something it's just for good measure no i don't know i'm, I'm it's like one. lectio oratio um contemplatio and i think it's act action and the, yeah. the last one is like what do you the, it, uh, the what are you gonna prayer, do yeah. yeah it's like yeah you gotta you gotta make it actionable mm-hmm. there has to be a resolution that that comes out of it um how are you gonna apply it um do you remember the acronym that they um, usually use in youth group for for prayer? There's there's like a couple of them um, that once you do you do praise and then you do something something. Mm-hmm. I should have prepared that. That would have been a good one. I can't think of it. Anyway, it's gonna come to me later. Watch. I know this is gonna be like when you're going to bed. And you're gonna be like this. This is, I need to text Walter right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what else do we need to talk about? Um, we we mentioned a couple um, different styles, I guess, of, of prayer. But for any of those uh, people that might be listening to this, and um, they don't have a lot of experience with prayer. I think another advice that, that we could give is like start small. Do not set yourself up for failure. For right? failure. Um, you know, if it is five minutes a day and that's all you can do is like you can do the heroic minute mm-hmm. where the f- first thing that that's you do hard. in the morning. That's hard. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes it's the simplest things. It's like mm-hmm. the hardest ones. Right? Okay, now you got to 
get into what a heroic minute is for people who don't know. The heroic minute is pretty much what you described. The, the, the first thing that you do in the morning is uh, thank God for that day. Um, you have to do it first thing. And uh, some people say like you kneel or prostrate. Uh, yeah, like the first, like when you hear your alarm in the morning, you, whatever it takes, you jump out of bed, you, if you, you start a, your day. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just, you don't press news. Like you just open your eyes. Either you stand up, you kneel, splash water on your face, drink cold, whatever it takes for you to wake up. And then for that first minute of the day is just offered up to the Lord. I think St. Jose Maria Escriva, uh, there was some, somebody told me one time it was like the the that sounds like something that he would say yeah <laughs> it's uh the the dilemma of i don't know dilemma sabe que <laughs> but uh pretty much he said like if if i would if he would start his day with like the, with the heroic minute mm-hmm. that he would put butter on his bread and then if he didn't fulfill oh, it wow. he wouldn't put butter on his bread so that's oh, he's like, like i a- don't like an uh, like, like an a incentive. reward, yeah. incentive. Got it. Yeah, and um, I tried that for Lent one time, and it was very hard. I failed a lot. <laughs> well, you have to be intentional. You have to. You do. And I think when I did it, I just man, I feel like I was lazy, and it just, I just, well, also I the, failed. But that's the thing. Like, it, don't hit yourself too hard, right? Because, um. Even if you fail, you have how many minutes did you say that there are in a day? 1,440. I had to Google it. <laughs> I had to Google it. <laughs> but anyway, so start small. Like th- there's another uh, devotion. Um, this is when I remember from the, the Father Capon uh, DVD series that we did with uh, Estovir at St. John of Arc. The men's group at St. John of Arc is uh, the devotion of saying three Hail Marys first thing in the morning. It sounds very simple and um, it's such a, you know, pretty, pretty effective. It's a very excellent intercessory prayer um, where you are, um, uh, you know, dedicating that day to to Mary's intercession. Um you can also pray at several different times of the day. Like if you pray the Angelus, which is at 6 a.m. in the morning, at noon and 6 uh, p.m. Uh, if you remember, since, you know, we have such high technology that we could put reminders to like... Or apps too. Yeah, there's an app for everything. <laughs> um, oh, maybe we should go into apps, what apps we recommend to get into prayer. Uh, like there's iBreviary if you want mm-hmm. to do... The Liturgy um, of the Hours. Liturgy of the Hours. Um, there is the Magnificat, obviously. Yeah, Magnificat is a very good resource for um, getting um, your your morning prayer, your readings of the day, and some other... Um, yeah, you got Hollow. Hollow is really good for contemplative prayer. Very good. That's what if I've you want to sponsor us, Hollow, please... Talk to hey. <laughs> uh, I have a prayer. Just it just it's called Prayer App. It's a Catholic prayer app. Um, it's just like a library of different prayers. It sounds too basic for me. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, relevant Radio is always good to just yeah. have. It has a lot of resources. Uh, the Relevant Radio app. So shout out to them. Um, I pretty much I go between iBreviary, 
Um, Magnifica. And Mag- I actually don't have the Magnifica app, but I use Hollow a lot, especially when I'm at work. Like they have like background music that you can just listen to, and um, that's what I'm going to be using for Exodus ninety when yeah, I cannot. Yeah, listen. One to of the things for Exodus ninety music. is you can't listen to music that doesn't lift the soul. Um, how I, Exodus ninety in a nutshell is there is no joy, but there's also a ton of joy. Yeah, exactly. There is no <laughs> there's no worldly joy. Uh-huh. Worldly joy. But there's yeah. so much joy that comes from this. You know, there's no joy in. Like you have to take cold showers in the morning, um, you can't eat, you can't snack between meals, things like that. Little consolation, but yeah. the real consolation is Jesus. Yeah, like yeah. there's so much joy, like the fact that you get to, like you see the difference of spending your day. Like, you know, I could have been on Instagram for 45 minutes, or I could have played FIFA with the homies, but I didn't do that. Instead, I spent time with my family. I spent an hour in prayer. You know, it's, yeah, like today, so much joy. Instead of picking up my phone, like I went in and and played with the boys for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's beautiful. Know? There's so much joy when it with that. Um, so today I realized that with Exodus ninety, we are seeking the freedom to become completely dependent on God, mm, which sounds beautiful. like very counterintuitive. You know, it's like, yeah, I want to be free to be completely dependent on yeah. God. Um, and say one, guys, day one, just it is day one. <laughs> Pray for us. <laughs> I know, seriously. Um, all right, I think, um, and there's well, also forms. You know, like uh, I think we we didn't really mention. You know, like you have the the um, the. Divine Mercy Chaplet, you have... Right. We'll probably right. leave uh, links to all of those resources yeah. in the show notes. You have the so you can check them out. And right. if you have different stuff that you uh, hinge on uh, prayer-wise, uh, let us know. You know, we always would like to know yeah. uh, what what you are doing. Um, and like we said, it's a community, right? It's a communion. Um, we can all learn from each other. Learn from each other. I have a question. What do you call a rosary that's prayed between guys? A brosary. A brosary. <laughs> that's exactly right. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> till the beads fall off. I know. <laughs> you know how tough that is. Let's pray that brosary. No. Zach. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> till the beads fall off. <laughs> that's going to be our, our war cry. Um, we're all mama's boy in here. Um, you're. Oh, consecration to Mary. It's also a good one. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll probably make an episode on that. Yeah, and there's a new consecration to 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 Jesus through Joseph. Yeah, it's consecration yeah. to consecration to Jesus through Mary. That's like the technical. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Walter. Yeah, we're not Protestant. We don't worship Mary. <laughs> we don't worship Mary. We honor um, her. <laughs> but, to all of our Protestant brothers that are listening, we're not mocking you. We're just trying to explain. <laughs> and since, you know, 2021, Pope Francis declared it the year of St. Joseph. And the Holy Family. Uh-huh, and the Holy Family. And the feast day of St. Joseph is on March 19th. Um, And it's... uh, So if you guys want to do the consecration to, to Jesus through Joseph, it's a good... We should probably start that. Yeah, we should probably do that. 
That'd be sweet. Yeah. Wait, when's the date that we we can talk about it later? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll leave the link to the to the book as well. Um, we did the consecration to Saint Joseph to Jesus yeah. through Saint Joseph, and uh, well, that's the thing is like there are like three different versions of consecration to Jesus through Mary. There's like the OG from uh, uh, Saint Louis de Montfort. There is uh, one from Father uh, Gately, which is with uh, Maximilian Colby, uh, St. John Paul II, and Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, right? Mm -hmm. That's the one that you, that you and I and Steve did. Mm -hmm. And um, 33 Days to Morning Glory, right? That's the title, yeah. 33 Days to Morning Glory. And then... Um, I remember we started it... December like 31st. Yeah, New Year's. To go out to, to Candle to Mass. To go to Candle Mass. I remember that because we had gone to New Year's Day, New Year's Eve celebration with my wife's family. And it was like 6 a.m. before the last person dropped. And I was like out like a light at around 2 o'clock in the morning. I was just really tired from the drive and everything. And and I remember I woke up and you had sent me the, the first part of it because i didn't, oh, have, didn't the have the yet. book yeah and i remember i gotten so little sleep because the music was pumping all night long and but i woke up and i did it and i i got caught up with with like that first day and it was a beautiful thing to be a part of uh when we finished it in that candle mass that was actual candle mass because it was like pitch dark Got the little beeswax candles um i think father cruz did a good job of just establishing that Kind of like tradition. Shout out tradition. to Father Cruz. Father Cruz. Um, yeah. So and and then the, I just got a, my hands on a different consecration to Jesus through Mary from the spirituality of, of Saint John Paul II. I haven't done it, but it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we'll probably do a, a, a book review on on that one when when we do that one. But for now, I think that it is time for. Last thoughts on prayer? Yeah, I think like everything else, um, like everything that's worth doing, it's going to take some consistency and discipline and maybe some sacrifice. Uh, but the outcome cannot be anything but good, right? When you dedicate that um, to, to prayer and growing prayer, especially during Lent, you know, uh, kind of like closing circle with how we started with we, this is a series that we're going to do about uh lent on on those three pillars um and and lent is a perfect time to pick it up if you haven't uh prayed in a while right because we are going on this journey we're we're stepping into the desert you guys pretty much literally um, <laughs> but that's that's what lent is right it's a preparation of the soul so we can um um rise with with christ on easter sunday yeah that that joy that is going to come on easter sunday mm -hmm. it's going to be big and eat cake and eat cake mm -hmm. and all the good things that were made to celebrate <laughs> and feast <laughs> appropriately um all right well thank you so much for listening to this episode and um once again, we are Barbatus Catholic Podcast with Gustavo, Ivan, and Walter. We hope you have enjoyed this show. And if you like the episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast, sharing it on social media, 
leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and recommending it to your friends and family. And if you didn't like it, just keep it to yourself and let others make their own mistakes, okay? Follow us on Instagram at Barbatos Catholic Podcast. You can email us at hello at Barbatos Catholic Podcast. On the web, we are at www.barbatoscatholicpodcast.com where you will find the show notes for this episode and more. And as um, it's becoming our uh, closing, uh, Blessed Solanus Casey, pray, pray for, for us. us. Until the next time. <laughs>